taking away their erections. Right. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I mean, yeah. it, it, everything. People have been asking us to do a bullshit filter about 5G for six months, and I keep saying, yeah. come on. No one's that stupid. Come on. Come on. Don't do me like that, <laughs> I say. Come on. <laughs> we already did the anti-vax right. one. And that, like, my brain, half my brain <laughs> melted and came out my ear holes when we did that. Right. Don't so, do me like, don't make me do another one of these. But then you, right? Oh, we were we were hard up. We were hard up for ideas. <laughs> the only thing in our lives that was hard this week, right. we were hard <laughs> up for ideas about uh, what to do for a bullshit filter this week. Sounds right. And you said, oh, fuck, let's do 5G coronavirus. And I was like, oh, okay, that, fucking let's do it. Yeah. And that was the exact level of enthusiasm um, from both of us. So, but I guess yeah. there are people out there, you know, this causes cancer. This is going to be used for population control because they're, they're going to put a lot more towers in. I mean, it's, it's insane what's being taken seriously by a decent percentage of the population out there. Well, and that's pretty let's fucking not scary. prejudge. Let's not. Let's not prejudge. No, that's Maybe. Wrong. I apologize and to everybody. And honestly, as I went through my research this week, there were moments where I was like, mm, okay, that's a convincing story. Right. Um, so, you know, like we need to stay neutral right. if we're going to do this. We're scientists. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Like, <laughs> we, we look, we're not gynecologist, but right. we'll take a look We're, anyway. Lie down, put your feet in the stirrups. Exactly. Um, I'll take a look. Yeah. yeah. At this stage, it's about the only way we're getting anything. Um, now, pandemics, Ray, yes. have, as you and I know better than most, because we, uh, we read the books, uh, pandemics, plagues, have always been a, a breeding ground for conspiracy theories. Right. At, least, at least this time, we're not blaming the Jews yet. Not yet. Oh, good one. Not yet. Yeah. I think the Jews must be fucking relieved, yes. uh, quite Woo. honestly. I, and I, I, I actually, my theory is they're the ones that are pushing the 5G is giving you coronavirus theories because right. they just want to keep the crazies away from them. And they're like, oh, fuck, not another pandemic. <laughs> oh, no, it's 5G. It's Bill Gates. It's the Chinese. They did it. Before they can hey, say. Like just, yeah. yeah. Jews are eating our babies. Yeah. So let's, let's blame somebody else real quick. Although I'm pretty sure that somewhere out there on Reddit, there's uh, a thread connecting 5G, coronavirus, and the Rothschilds. There has to be, be statistically. Be. I would be disappointed kind of if there wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as you know, Oscar Pierce sent me a, a Twitter. Oh, Farmer Oscar sent me a Twitter thing about the Rothschilds the other day. Right. Uh, and I said, you know, what most people don't understand is in the name Rothschild, mm -hmm. there is 10 letters. And the number 10 is the number of disciples Jesus had. If you take away <laughs> Judas and another one. Right. And Judas. It is actually just means Jew, uh, and Rothschild is a Jew. So, so there you go. There you go. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's all, it's everything's there. When you start you to need. really examine it, it all makes sense. It, it all makes yeah. sense. Yeah. If you just look through one eye and squint a little <laughs> bit and hop on one leg. <laughs> now, <clears throat> but I decided in the end to tackle this. 
I, I succumbed to uh, to you, not for the first time. Right. Um, I, I lay down and let you do me because I figured it was a good opportunity yeah. for us to practice our magic spells to ward off cognitive bias for ourselves as well as for others. Yeah. This is why I say we have to stay neutral here. Right. Um, you know, my cognitive biases, theories like this are probably bullshit mm-hmm. and silly. Right. But, uh, you know, I tried my best, as I did with the anti-vax stuff, to go, well, maybe there is some... Yeah. Maybe there's some 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 truth to this. Maybe there is some evidence that 5G, even if it's not gives you coronavirus, maybe the 5G is dangerous. Yeah. Uh, maybe we, we should try and work out what's going on. So that's what we're going to try and do over the next couple of episodes. But as always, the magic spells that I look for here are, what are your heuristics? You know, we, right. we, we talked about this a lot back on the bullshit, on the, 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 what the fucking, what one was it? <laughs> Antivax. <laughs> who, who do you listen to? Who right. do you trust? Why do you trust that source? Uh, and to try and dig into what are the agendas that, that are going on out here? Qui bono, who benefits? Right, and of course, it's also a good, a little. It's a good opportunity for us to learn a little bit more about five G. And I did learn a lot uh, about the importance and the significance of five G politically, right. militarily, economically, yeah, uh, sexually. Ooh, man, not so sure about that one, but I guess right. oh. there's porn. Okay. There's porn to your mobile phone. Um, as far as health internet and of medicine? things, yeah, right. Yes, yeah, right. you know, sex. You'll be able to control dildos with remotely, right. with, you know, millisecond response well, times. That's important. I hope my next sex doll, and I think I'm speaking for everybody. I hope my next sex doll has 5G and can take advantage of that so it can do several things at once. Because the sex, and you probably know mm. this, the sex dolls now can do one thing really well, but they can only do one thing at a time. It's like driving. It's like a computer driving. But if they could do multiple things at the same time really well, well, that's where 5G and happiness come together. To me, the ultimate sex doll right. is the one that can uh, just distract my wife and kid uh, long enough for me to go and jerk off. That's uh, that That's would be the ultimate sex of, doll. Okay, I'm going to start working on that right now. <laughs> so let's start with what are the conspiracy theories yes. uh, that are going around there, and there are a few. Uh, you know, I use theories deliberately. There are a few. The most common one at the moment that you're going to see on on your Facebook is that uh, 5G has something to do with coronavirus. Right. But I've been hearing about 5G conspiracy theories since well before the virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, we've had people Facebooking, you know, contacting us on the emails and the <clears throat> uh, your Facebooks. Right. Uh, suggesting that we do this since well before the coronavirus that we talk about 5G. Good point. And in many ways, Ray... Yeah. I think 5G conspiracies are just a continuation of the whole mobile phones will give you brain cancer conspiracies. It's been around since the 90s. Yes. Um, and then before that, in the 80s, it was high-voltage power lines are going to give you oh, brain yeah, tumors. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, don't get near the power lines. Yep. I, I reckon this goes all the way. I, I reckon uh, Tesla, Nikola Tesla, probably had people saying that his... Uh, his electricity magic that he was doing was going to give everyone brain tumor. It's it's like this kind of 
uh, I don't know, magical thinking thing that's been around forever. Whenever there's a new technology, right. and I think particularly when it relates to anything to do with stuff that's invisible, like radio waves or electromagnetic frequencies, yeah. stuff that happens through the air that's invisible freaks people the fuck out <laughs> right. because it's like, well, I can't see it. I don't trust it. So therefore it's probably dangerous. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They can't see it, lick it's it, invisible smell it. Ma- Yeah. Invisible magic. Right. And you know who these people are because, uh, and I did this, I put this to the test. When you, if you jump onto Twitter, it's easy to test this. Jump onto Twitter, jump onto Reddit, uh, jump onto Facebook, look, go searching for, you know, 5G conspiracy theories, 5G coronavirus, 5G tumor, 5G cancer. Look for the people that are spreading these things. You're going to find a couple of things. One, one thing you're going to find is, uh, they're brand new accounts that have just been set up uh, in the last couple of months right. and have tweeted nothing else. Yeah. And we'll talk about who and what that may be later on. Or you're going to find that they're the same people that have been talking about anti-vax stuff and they're, they're pro-Brexit, they're right. climate change deniers, they love chemtrails, they think chemtrails are making us sick. Uh, you know, it's the same, same fucking people. Yeah. Uh, whether they're Russian uh, troll bot farms or or <laughs> not, or real people, it's it's the same fucking people right. that, that are always believing this stuff, and we'll talk a little bit about why that may be okay. later on, right? Because you're you're bringing up about half my family in South Carolina, which, by the way, is one of the states that's going to be opening up soon. So, uh, yeah. I mean, all the states around so, me are opening. Are they going to be opening up? So it's like a conspiracy to get rid of me. But we'll we'll talk about that later. That's it for a later show. If I'm still alive. Well, just you know, good to be able to get rid of your family quickly. <laughs> you up for any inheritances no, or anything like that? They're so, all poor white trash, yeah. and I mean that in the most a, positive you know, way possible. I was thinking you might you might get a trailer or something. Right. You could turn into a. You know, trailer and a trailer park. You could turn into a little sex pad or I'm something. Probably going to get lots of trailers. And I'm not joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> uh, fuck, I, I FaceTimed right. an uncle of mine in Scotland uh, the other night. My uncle Joe, Joe Riley. Mm-hmm. My dad's, one of the two surviving brothers of my dad. Um, Joe, it was his birthday, he turned 62. And I, I haven't spoken to him since I was 12. Right. And I, so I reached out to him and I said, hey, we should, we should chat. No, we should, wished him a happy birthday. <clears throat> so I haven't spoken to him since I was 12. So that's what, that's 38 years. Mm-hmm. Um, an hour on FaceTime, he did not take a breath talking about himself uh, for an hour. Didn't ask me a single question right. about me, my, my wife, my kids, right. my work, nothing. And... <laughs> Just just talk, told me about, oh, how fucking, like, uh, what a badass Scotsman he is and how he oh. tells his boss to go fuck himself yeah. and he tells his colleagues to go fuck <laughs> themselves and, you know, how how Riley's holding grudge. He didn't talk to his uh, older brother for 25 years. Um, Jesus. Because they had, they had an argument. Um, how Riley's know how to hold a grudge. Yeah. So don't ever get on the wrong side of me, that's what I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> Too late. It just went on and on about how much he's drinking, how much he's fighting. But that, it was hilarious. That, that it was really hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And he's gay. He's this big, fat <laughs> Scotsman thug yeah. bother boy, and he's uh, gay, which is <laughs> like does not fit the right. uh, Scottish gays, I reckon, are the best kind of gays. 
They're like, hey, you, I fucking take you. Come and suck my dick. They're like, take you. It's a broad brick moon like Nick, suck my dick. Oh, you made me want to travel and have sex at the same time, Cam. Oh, I miss that. You want to move to Scotland, and now I realize why. You can be tough and manly. Compared to them. Chop fat. And still, still be gay. Get away with it. You don't oh have to God. be. He's not certainly not one of your buff twinky gays. <laughs> hey, I don't know how I got into that. Oh yeah, it's just bogan rough. Anyway, so um, getting back to your your conspiracy theorists, right? the ones that you know, people who already believe in a lot of conspiracy theories, they just every new one that comes along, they love it. Oh. It fits right into their paradigm. Sold. I wonder. I, I want to know how many of those caught coronavirus and went straight to hospital to get the best scientific right. medical help possible. Right. I really want to see a breakdown uh. on how many people who got coronavirus are, uh, you know, conspiracy theory anti-vaxxers who deride science uh, and scientists yeah. and, and medicine every day of the week until they get sick and then they're like, well, well yeah, I mean, yeah. Trust what I say is one thing, yeah. but yeah, shit. This I is mean, my life. How many yeah. of them like waved some crystals in front of them and uh, took some homeopathic medicine when they got coronavirus? I'm wondering. But you're forgetting one important aspect: when a certain segment of America Americans get sick, they don't think about rushing right to the doctor. First thing they do is like, "Can I afford it?" Because you know, there's a, there's like 30, 30 million people don't have insurance, so they might have a sniffle, or they might have a temperature, or they might have feel bad, feel bad. But in this day and age. That is legitimately one of the questions we ask. Can I afford it? Do I have in case, you know, what, what is this going to cost me? And that's just one of the realities. But yeah, you're right. Haven't they given you some relief on that during coronavirus? Do, uh, don't you get like free medical care now? I've heard that. I've also heard some people have been still uh, hit with a $30,000 bill. So I really honestly have no idea what the truth is. And I hope never to find out. Mm. Well, why don't you guess? Huh? Why don't you just take a guess? Because that's what you normally do when you don't know something. You just... Oh, I'm going to go with... Uh, they do. flip a coin. Heads. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say sometimes you can you can get someone else to pay for it. Did you uh, see Fox's video that I posted I did. up uh, for you last I night? I did. That was very... Um, well, my lawyers will be in touch because that, that's DM. That's trademark uh, material there, so... You done fucked up, for those, who, for those For those who didn't, <laughs> here's Fox doing his impersonation. He was sitting at dinner. He goes, hey, you want to see my impersonation of Ray? I said, okay, and this is what he did. Fox, do your Ray impression. Okay, at the end, that's me having an orgasm. I, I quit laughing at that point, but uh, that's from my orgasm. For everybody who hasn't been around me when I've orgasmed, that's exactly that's what your they face. sound like. Yeah, I can, I can verify that. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, um, in November 2018, right. Ray, yeah. uh, a, a viral... Facebook post. The 2018 I'm talking about here. A viral Facebook post blamed 5G 
test masts right. or a test mast, a test tower. Right. For the mysterious death of 300 birds in <laughs> the Netherlands. Mm, I vaguely remember that. Um, uh-huh. Now, the, the test actually took place months before the birds died, but that <laughs> didn't, didn't matter. Right. Now, the guy behind the viral Facebook post is a, a Dutch UFO researcher, John Coolers, right. who created the Stop 5G Facebook group in 2018. Mm. So this is one of the earliest, oh, my God, 5G is going to kill us all uh, like we're birds. Right. Guys, so it goes way. It goes goes back at least a couple of years when they started talking about five G uh, and testing it in the wild. People started losing their damn minds. <laughs> in two thousand and nineteen, there was a whole bunch of people talking about it was it was going to cause cancer, infertility, and autism. Um, for the infertility bit, I'm like, bring it on! Like, just put a tower right next to me if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> Put a tower uh, in my pants yeah. next to the other tower. Boom! If you could just switch it to the infertility <laughs> right. dial, that'd be great. Because seriously, I've got no, I got three more right. I, three kids, and there's three more than I ever really wanted to have. So and they're just the ones I know about, right. um, yeah. and they're all driving me nuts. <laughs> so if you could just turn that on, you can backdate it nineteen oh, and a half years. That'd be great I'd be, too. I'd pay extra. Don't know. If, yeah. Don't know if it works that way. Yeah. But. Since, since that very first guy you were talking about, the Dutch guy or whatever, but has there been mass, you know, mass thousands of birds died since then? Because obviously they haven't turned off 5G. They've, if anything, they've expanded it. So it's like, yeah, you can put out an accusation, but if someone was to check with you six, it's, it's almost like listening to Trump. If somebody checks with you six months later or a year later, does it still hold up? And a lot of that stuff, I think we're going to find the answer is no. Well, I want to be clear on something. There isn't a lot of 5G right now. Right. I've seen some conspiracy threads going, oh, you know, since they launched 5G in America, this has happened, that's happened. You don't have 5G in America. You, you might have something that's called 5G, but it's not yeah. real 5G. It's a marketing right. ploy. Yes. I think T-Mobile or one of these networks over there is calling something that they put out 5G, but it's not. It's just 4G. Right. They're just calling Tweet. it 5G to suck a whole bunch of idiots in. Jeez. Um, you don't have 5G. We don't have 5G in Australia. I think there's some small-scale stuff. I think Telstra might have rolled out a small-scale stuff, but we don't have it. I don't have it. We don't have phones that'll handle 5G ah, yet. Ah, gotcha. Uh, uh, I mean, Telstra is uh, who's our you know oldest and biggest telco here. Uh, it says it's rolling out in selected areas mm. in Australia. So very small, like if I go to Queensland, they got some stuff around Queensland, the Gold Coast. Selected areas of the Gold Coast is the only part of uh, Queensland where they have uh, 5G. Oh, no, they got bits in Bundaberg. Oh, got bits in Brisbane. But small pockets, like small pockets of Brisbane has has 5G. So it's not very very well established uh, anywhere yet outside of, you know, China. They've got some bigger trials in places like China. Mm. Um, now, uh, speaking of Jews, uh, Joel M. Moskowitz, right. PhD in social psychology. Um, so, he sounds like a Jew from Moscow, right? A Russian Jew. Come on, Putin, try harder. <laughs> if you're going to create fake personas. You can do better. 
Yeah. Yeah. Moscovitz, come on. Like Russian Jew. I mean, that's pretty much what Moscovitz translates as. You know? Right. Where, where on are you, Putin? Joel Moscovitz is the director of an organization called the Center for Family and Community Health in the School of Public Health at the University of California, Berkeley. Nice title. Now, he's been warning people about the dangers of mobile phones since 2009. And in October 19, he wrote an opinion piece uh, in Scientific American called We Have No Reason to Believe 5G is Safe. Did you come across that at all in your quote-unquote research? <laughs> I remember the title. I remember parts of the article, but was he, was he um, warning about cell phones in general or, particular, or 5G in particular? Well, this article was 5G, okay. yes. I just remember, but I remember the conclusion I got was something like, well, you didn't really prove anything. You just said we don't know yet. Or, or I don't know. I just got the sense that he was just filling up a newspaper or filling up a sheet of paper, but there was nothing definitive or there wasn't a lot of proof. Mm. Well, um, this is the first like serious article, like the earliest serious mm -hmm. article about the dangers of 5G. So October last year, six months ago. Right. What about you? What's the earliest article you came up with regarding 5G specifically? Um, one of the 2017, they were saying there's this thing that's coming in where there's no, and people were worried about the lack of regulations when it comes to like, we're not sure what it's going to be able to do or they're going to be able to invade our privacy. But of course, by then it was completely ridiculous because it was nothing more than on a piece of paper, it was just, you know, there was nothing developed yet. And I think it was people just trying to scare everybody even before it came over the horizon. I think it was 2017, 2018, something like that. It was all theoretical and fluff. Yeah. Well, in terms of like serious fear pieces, this is the earliest one that I found. Mm -hmm. In, in his article, he claimed that more than 240 scientists who had published peer-reviewed research on the biological and health effects right. of non-ionizing electromagnetic fields, and I'll explain what all that means in a second, mm -hmm. had signed the International EMF Scientist Appeal, uh, EMF being electronic magnetic fields or electromagnetic fields, and he called for stronger uh, limits on exposure to 5G. Right. He said the scientists who signed the appeal constituted the majority of experts on the effects of non-ionizing radiation. Together, they'd published more than 2,000 papers and letters on EMF in professional journals. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, that sounds like a credible yeah. bunch of people. I wonder who they are. So I tracked down this... International EMF Scientist Appeal, it's 5gappeal.eu is their website, and they had a look at the list of signatories. Unfortunately, when I brought it up, the very first one that appears on the list is Sigmund Dottelmeyer, right. who is MD, MDSC from Vienna. Uh, he's an oral surgeon. <laughs> I was like, really? Mm -hmm. Fucking dentist? That's, that's your expert that you're giving me? Anyway, didn't fill me with confidence. Right. However, I went on. Right. A lot of a lot of a lot of them sounded like they were credible. Moscovitz in his article uh, said currently no peer-reviewed empirical studies of the biologic or health effects 
from exposure to 5G radiation have been published. Hence, those who claim that 5G is safe because it complies with radio frequency exposure guidelines are engaging in sophistry. Right. These guidelines were designed to protect the population from short-term heating or thermal risks. However, numerous peer-reviewed studies have found adverse biologic and health effects from exposure to low-intensity or non-thermal levels of electromagnetic fields. Mm. So basically, Moskovitz, Russian Jew, is saying, uh, listen, there's no science, there's no studies around this. Anyone who says that it's safe is just uh, making shit up because we haven't done any studies right. to prove that it's safe. But can I give the counter argument that doesn't automatically mean that this is unsafe? It could be. We just don't know. Or is that... That, being too that's your counter argument? No, I'm just saying, I mean, it, 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 this is going to sound crazy. It's almost like, remember when we were talking about the atomic bomb and some of the scientists were worried about it might ignite the atmosphere? There was no proof. There was just general concern, and some of them were worried, and some of them weren't. It was all guessing games. And, no, you, and I know that's probably a bad analogy, but you've got 5G coming along, and at a, at a point when he writes this, there's not a lot of research. So, yes, there should be research, but you can't automatically assume that just because it's new, it's going to be dangerous or harmful. Well, yes, that's part of it. And the other part of it is if you turn around to these mobile phones going to give you cancer, guys, and you say, well, look, you said that about uh, mobile phones right. 20 years ago, and you said they were all going to give us brain cancer, yeah. and we don't all have brain cancer. I mean, to be fair, brain cancer, brain tumor uh, incidence has increased mm -hmm. in the last 20 years, but it's mostly explained away as better reporting and better right. um, uh, 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 diagnostic tools. When we're catching more brain cancers now and people are more aware of brain tumors and they're reporting them, oh, I got a headache, I oh, will yeah. go in and we'll give you an MRI. And we go, oh, you got a tumor, right? As opposed, like, I think it's gone up. In the UK, I saw a study that said in the last 20 years, incidence of brain tumors has gone up by 34%, but mobile phone usage has gone up by 500%. Exactly. Exactly. So it doesn't seem to be a correlation. It's not everyone who uses a mobile phone has got brain cancers. Yeah. But what the, what the mobile phones give you cancer people will say is, well, 20 years isn't a long enough time to really know. Brain cancers, get, they develop slowly. So, you, so what are we supposed to do before we roll out any new technology? Right. Wait for 50 years before we roll it out? I mean, right. that's not really practical. Exactly. And it's a bit like when we talked about in the anti-vax stuff, because they have the same arguments, right? Well, you haven't tested it for 50 years uh, with live human trials to really know mm -hmm. what the real long-term impact of these vaccinations is. So the, the scientific approach to this is, well, look, we've done studies right. um, that we believe are good enough to help us reach the conclusion that the uh, probability of widespread negative health impacts is low and the benefit to the technology is high. Right. So net-net, yeah, look, yes, we haven't done a 50-year fucking live <laughs> study, but we're not going to do that. Um, no one's going to wait that right. long. So <laughs> The technology will change by then. 
well, yes, but then they wanted a 50-year study right. on that as well. So right. it's like, uh, yes, we can't do that. It's impractical. It's ridiculous. So we're going to going to do the studies that we can do, going to make conclusions based on those and uh, roll it out from there. But anyway, after I read this, so I read this Moskowitz article and I thought, okay, well, you know, that sounds good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit convinced by that. Mm-hmm. And he says... There's no peer-reviewed empirical studies done on the health effects of 5G. Uh, maybe that's uh, okay. Fair enough. A bunch of scientists that have signed this thing. Okay, but then <laughs> I read another opinion piece in Scientific American, written a week later by a guy called David Robert Grimes. Now, David Robert Grimes is a cancer researcher, a physicist, the John Maddox Prize-winning science writer who is based at Dublin City University and is a visiting researcher at the University of Oxford. Nice. Um, Now, neither Dublin or Oxford are based in America, so why they're writing, he's writing in Scientific American, I don't know, but there you go. Maybe he's just, you know. It's a small world. uh, Yeah. Honorary American scientist. Yeah. but David Robert Grimes, uh, yeah, again, physicist, cancer researcher, probably knows what he's talking about. All right, he's Irish, but you know, we'll leave that aside for the time being. He's probably he's probably drunk in Irish whiskey right. and Jamisons when he wrote this, but that's just normal. For, well, yeah. It's just normal for Irish people. High, high what we think of as right. fucking drunk off your fucking face from Jamisons for Irishmen is just ten o'clock it's in the a morning. Warm-up. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he says, right. Moskowitz's article, pivots on fringe views and fatally flawed conjecture, attempted to circumvent scientific consensus with scaremongering. Exactly. The scientific consensus points starkly in the opposite direction. A multitude of quality studies conducted over the past few decades have found no measurable detrimental effect on RF radiation on human health. In the words of the World Health Organization, a large number of studies have been performed over the last two decades, to be sure. To assess whether mobile phones pose a potential health risk is the Blarney Stone. To date, no adverse health effects have been established as being caused by mobile phone use. Many of the studies Moskowitz linked to are of poor quality, and more tellingly, at least one he listed flatly contradict his dire assertions. He's getting a bit Scottish there. (laughs) Bad. Um, Yeah, he says, in fact, like one of the studies he points to is the uh, 2018 study by the National Toxicology Program, NTP, that found that increased rates of cancer in rats uh, that were exposed to high RF fields, radio frequency fields. But uh, he goes, yeah, and this is is one that a lot of anti-5G people like to uh, uh, bring up. He said, however, Mm -hmm. the... Uh, the methodology of that test uh, has been has been skewered by other authors, and the interpretation is misguided. He said some analysis of this study showed that male rats in the high RF group actually live significantly longer <laughs> than the unexposed rodents. Superpowers. So. He says, of course, it would be utterly and equally fallacious to claim that RF exposure increases lifespan. Yet the fact that anti-5G activists are happy to gloss over this detail shows an alarming degree of cherry-picking afoot. Long-term studies of radar workers Mm. do not show a hint of increased cancer incidence despite the exceptional levels of RFR to which these subjects are exposed. 
Jeez. Does this, I just got to say real quick, I'm sorry to mean to interrupt, but does this not remind you when we were doing the war on drugs and when we were doing the anti-vaxxers, there were people who were wrong, good chance they know they're wrong, but I, I think they're just trying to make a name for themselves. I think they're just trying to get ahead of the curve and so they can become maybe considered a world consultant or, or someone who's you would want to consult if you ever do something in the future. I think they're trying to establish themselves as quote unquote professionals or knowledgeable in a certain field just so they can turn it into a career somehow. I just get the sense that these guys, they know what they're doing is BS, but I mean, it beats getting a real job and they just want to put their stamp on certain things. Cut yeah. and the more controversial, the better. And everything they know, they got from books. Right. That's what I always like to say, Ray. <laughs> or actually doing science. Right. But, you know, still. <laughs> Everything you know you got from actually doing science, you faker. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. I think there is a certain kind of... Opportunist? Uh, personality. Right. Yeah. Opportunist personalities out there that want to make a name for themselves and, and yeah. do oh, and yes. trade on that. Then, you know, they go and speak at wacky conferences. Right. And, yeah, like they books. write wacky books yes. for, you know, fringe. Let's not call them wacky fringe. They go to fringe conferences. They They write books for fringe audiences that probably sell well. Right. Because there's not a lot of competition in the fringe book area. <laughs> um, it's like that book Mike Snyder sent me a while ago about I don't know, fucking how aliens built pyramids or something. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> really? Just thank um, for the toilet paper. Anyway. Trees were killed for this, right? really. To print this. Now- Here's something that is an argument that you'll read a lot when it comes down to 5G. The weakest visible light is more than 17,000 times more energetic than the highest energy 5G photon possible. Huh. Were they consistent, anti-5G activists should be orders of magnitude more concerned about light bulbs than cellular phones. The fact that they aren't is indicative of a gross misunderstanding. Oh. Now, they're... they're this is an often debated point. And again, when we get into the science of what is 5G in a minute, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit more detail. But uh, this guy finishes off his article saying, there is no known plausible biophysical mechanism of action for harm, nor does the combined weight of epidemiological data support this conjecture. Right. So basically, on one side, you've got Moskowitz and, and people like him saying, well, we've done no long-term studies to prove the safety of 5G. On the other hand, you've got scientists like uh, this guy, Grimes, mm -hmm. saying, well, there is no known fucking biological mechanism by which they could cause harm. Oh, we, we know gotcha. enough about yeah. We know enough about, you know, electromagnetic force and the way the body works, we think, anyway, to know whether or not this is remotely possibly dangerous or not. Now, I guess the counter-argument to that is, well, you know, we don't know what we don't know. So maybe 50 years, you know, science always right. discovers decades later things that we thought we knew that we didn't know. <clears throat> but you can't operate on that. You, it, it, it's a bit like the, well, one day science may discover God is true argument. Yeah. Well... Okay, yes, that is possible. But what are we going to do? Just we can't uh, wait around. 
pretend that he is in case 100 years from now yeah. there's evidence or 1,000 years or 10,000. We've gone 2,000 years or 10,000 years of human history without any evidence. So I think that's enough. I think okay. we can rule a line under yeah, it now. I think it's- <laughs> Close the book on that one. No pun intended. Yeah. yeah. He says, for all of Moskovitz's insistence, his position is most certainly a fringe view, wholly at odds with the stance of the WHO and numerous other public health bodies worldwide. His assertion that technology could be dangerous and implied insistence that others prove it safe is a complete inversion of the scientific method. The onus is on those making an assertion to provide reputable evidence for it, not on others to prove it wrong. The burden of proof always lies with those making a claim, and it is rather telling that the individuals engaging in the most scaremongering cannot justify their contentions with strong evidence. Right. I I just. What do you think about that statement? Yeah, I just wanted to add on to that to give a specific example because some of the theories out there, out of the ones you've listed, was you know five G can cause cancer, but this one guy Andrew Wood, who is a bio effects researcher from the Swinburne University in Australia, said higher frequency doesn't mean higher intensity. It's really like comparing blue with red light. It's a different wavelength. So it's like. You can make these claims, but unless there's the basic science for for you to explain to me how 5G can cause cancer, there's no argument. You're just giving me this, like you said, scare tactic. No one's taking the time to bother to explain, okay, I hear your threat, but explain to me in a scientific way how 5G can cause autism, right? It can cause cancer. The fact that they can't do that, they're just saying, well, we need to do research isn't good enough. Like you said, the the burden of proof is on them for making those claims in the first place. Well, I'll take, I'll object to that a little mm-hmm. bit. We do know that uh, electromagnetic frequencies can do damage at higher frequencies. We have military weapons specifically designed to do that. Um, but we we believe we know where the limit is. Right. We know that there's 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 a limit. It's around about the color of violet. Um, this is why we have ultraviolet, which is damaging, and violet, which isn't. We we know, or at least we we believe we know. Current right scientific now. thinking yes. is that radiation at a certain intensity is harmful, like ultraviolet rays. That's why we say you know you get skin cancer from ultraviolet light, right? Mm-hmm. We we do know that certain frequencies can cause cancer, right? But we're not dealing with that, as far as we know, when it comes to the cell phones that we've had for the last. 20 years or the or the cell phones that we're going to have because the point that you were about to make a second ago is we're t- I think is we're talking about 5G which is the fifth generation. Well, theoretically shouldn't there be a generation after that and generation after that and generation after that? This is just the latest, but every time something new comes along, some people like you said jump on a bandwagon and start screaming the sky is falling. So, it's not technology development in this field is not going to end here. This is just the latest wave that's come along. And that's not a good enough reason not to implement it. It just needs to be researched and made safe. Okay. Uh, so let's get back to the <laughs> let's get back to the scientific method. So this is something that comes up a lot with the conspiracy theory folks, right. with anti-vax and with this, is well, you haven't proven that it's safe. Right. Um, and what Grimes is saying is, well, the burden of proof is on the people claiming that it's dangerous. Yeah. 
And I think this is a fundamental point to think about because uh, I, I twigged on tweaked on this when I first heard it. So when we introduce uh, a new product to the market, whether it's a new uh, chemical additive or a new uh, you know electromagnetic frequency product or whatever it is, yeah, is the burden of proof on the people introducing the product to prove that it's safe or on its critics to prove? that it's unsafe. I would think that if I own a company that's about to add a new element to food, I would think I would have to show some government entity that this is not harmful in order to be it for it to be approved so I can put it on the grocery store shelves. That would be my right. assumption. Yeah. So you think they need to prove that it's safe. Yes. And then prove, okay, so what does that mean, prove that it's safe? Do you think they should do a 50-year long-term study to have to prove that before that's concluded to be safe? In this stage of uh, human evolution, there should be no 50-year study on anything that I can think of Uh, because by the time you you make me have a 50-year study, my company's gone, I'm probably dead or whatever. I mean, that's just not practicable. It just doesn't work that way. Right. You can't, yeah. So, what, so what's the approach then? You want them to prove that it's safe, but you don't want to wait for a 50-year study. Right. So what's, what's I, next? I would imagine based on my time what's as, the compromise? as a scientist, um, <laughs> as opposed to a long test, uh, I don't know, um, I would need a – to be able to know that the test is verifiable, I would need to know, I would have to have placebos in there. I need an independent agent. Uh, There's something that the government can trust to say, yes, these tests were done and and there was no harmful side effects. I don't know, but but to answer your question. Well, you just said you don't want to do tests. Right. No, because again, yeah. like they say with the with the vaccines and with this, well, you don't know what the long-term effects are going to be over 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. But you said you don't want to do those tests. Right. So what do you do? I, do you somehow come up with a middle of the road test that won't take too long, but it should hopefully satisfy whatever government entity would have to approve something? Middle of the road test. I, Look, I, I looked it up on Wikipedia. It's a Ray, the Ray Harris test. <laughs> I looked it up on Wikipedia well, and said know, it's safe. I don't know so. the proper terminology. Obviously, you'd have to have some kind of compromise where you're not waiting 50 years, but you're not just throwing it out there untested into people's foods. That's to be so I, I think so. The way I think it works is we have we have scientific bodies that issue guidelines. Mm-hmm. And now you know, the, the, and I'll talk about the one that does it for radio frequencies a bit later, but. They 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 look at all of the research, all of the science that's been done on, in this case, EMF and its effect on animals, in rats and humans, mm-hmm. and they they come up with some uh, conclusions based on that. Based on everything that we know right. today, we believe that these are the safe applications and the safe levels, and these are the unsafe. So as long as you fit your application fits within our guidelines for safety. Mm-hmm. You're good to go. Okay. Now, Makes sense. Uh, that's that's the only way that we can do it is based on everything we know, we believe that this is safe and this is unsafe. Right. 
We can't we can't spend fifty years testing it because it's ridiculous. It's just not going to happen. So, uh, and no one's going to fund a fifty year fucking big cohort study of five G because we'll all be dead by the time it comes out, and then it won't matter. Right? We'll go. Well, people go. Well, we don't want this now. We want thirty seven G. So, oh, we'll be better start another fifty year study. By that time, the robots will have taken over. Right. And they won't care about skin cancer because, you know, <laughs> they can just, skin. you know, re- re- well, they will because they'll look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but they'll just replace their skin. Oh, if it gets cancerous, they'll just be, cut it off and stick in your skin, right? And, and the yeah. other part of what you're saying is that that body of knowledge that we have, that, that those guidelines come from, that does increase and become more accurate and, and become better over time. And so you would think theoretically that guidelines would, would be, would tend to improve with the, increase of knowledge and experience as time goes by. But my point, yeah, my point is, though, that the the key argument you hear from the anti-vaxxers mm-hmm. and the 5G uh, fear-mongerers is, well, no long-term studies have been done. And then the, and the truth is, well, yes, that's right, because we can't do that. Yeah. We can't do long-term studies to meet your demands. Mm-hmm. It just can't happen. It's ridiculous. This technology, uh, you know, needs to roll out faster than fifty years. Right. So, or else there's just no progress in anything ever. Yeah. So, th- so, so we need uh, a different model, and the model is we have we have safety guidelines based on everything that we know. Yes, that's not a long term specific cohort study. So stop saying we don't have long-term studies. We know we don't have long-term studies. We only invented the fucking technology two years ago. We don't have a 50-year study. Yes, we know that. So what else you, you know, what else have we got to determine its likelihood of safety? Right. You know? But like anyway. but like Grimes was, I think it was Grimes that was saying in his article, the fact that they know this, the uh, naysayers know this, they purposely leave stuff like that out, that they know they're is not ever going to be a 50-year study. Now, 50 years from now, if there's a whole bunch of brain tumors, obviously something has to change. But the point is, they know this stuff doesn't exist, and their argument, oh, you haven't done this yet, and so right that right there should tweak your spider sense that something is going on with their argument because you have to consider the source. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Now, look, when I was researching uh, 5G uh, critics, Mm -hmm. uh, some of them appear quite credible. There's a guy I saw, Frank Clegg, Mm -hmm. the former president of Microsoft Canada, Ah. who posted a long video where he's saying that he doesn't think it's safe. He's now the chairman and CEO of Canadians for Safe Technology, C4ST, According to its website, it's a not-for-profit, completely volunteer-based coalition of parents, citizens, and experts whose mission is to educate and inform Canadians and their policymakers about the dangers of the exposures to unsafe levels of radiation from technology and to work with all levels of government to create healthier communities for children and families across Canada. Now, as soon as they start putting children in there, oh, I, you know, again, my spidey right, sense goes off. Yes. It's like children... Freedom, democracy. Protection. These are the <laughs> these are the words that I go. Oh, yes. Barry and Stan. I see Barry and Stan's hand in right. this, but somewhere they're going for the dog whistle. But you're right. When someone mentions children, your logical part of your brain stops, and your emotional side kicks in. Oh, we have to protect protect the children. It's all just bullshit. But I would like to take your former Microsoft 
executive and pit him against my John Cusack celebrity. Thank you very much. <laughs> who said 5G will be proven to be very, very bad for people's health. I got sources in scientific community and medical. And he said that people who were listening or who wanted 5G were just dumb and fucking sheep. John Cusack has weighed in. So as far as I'm concerned, this argument is over. Yeah. <laughs> Well, John Cusack and Woody Harrelson. Yes. So, you know, Woody. that's the, the holy holy Woody. trifecta of uh, science there. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Sorry. yes, um, Frank Clegg, getting back to yeah. Frank Clegg. Yeah. Um, now, you know, he's been doing this uh, since 2013 on this uh, maybe sort of what a Canadian fucking wireless safe technology thing. Right. You know, originally he was going on about Wi-Fi. Yeah. Wi-Fi is making kids sick. Um, mm. You know, this is what he was saying back in 2013. There are already children who can't go to school because of headaches, nausea, and heart problems from Wi-Fi systems. Some of these kids have a doctor's note to prove it. Right. <laughs> This is a real hazard, and we shouldn't wait for the government to catch up to the technology. We should exercise caution, especially with children. Uh, yeah, but so... Um, shouldn't someone walk yeah. up to him right now and go, hey, I've read what you said back a couple of years ago about Wi-Fi. Would you care to elaborate or maybe, oh, I don't know, retract or give that a rethink? I mean, again, people make incredible statements hoping or thinking that the news cycle will just forget and they won't be held accountable. I mean, what does the science say? Was he wrong? Was he right? Was he a little bit right? Uh, you know, that's a question. I think that's a legitimate question to put to him. Yeah. Well, look, I, again, I think um, I watched his video. And look, the fact that he worked in my, he left Microsoft in 2005, just after I did. Right. Um, contrary to rumors, there's no connection <laughs> between that. But uh, we, we were not caught in a <laughs> men's public bathroom, uh, despite the rumors. Um, not caught. But, no. the, you know, like the fact that he was the president of Microsoft Canada means little because yes. I... It's Canada. B, uh, you know, you know the the, the 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 previous president of Microsoft Canada was a moose. So right. you know that. What, what more do you need to know? <laughs> Secondly, I worked for a lot of I worked with and for a lot of people at Microsoft who were complete fucking retards right. um, in many areas. I mean, they were really really smart about how to sign software licensing agreements, but outside of that, they knew very little about shit. Yeah. So. Uh, that means nothing that he was the former president of Microsoft in Canada. I watched his video and he basically makes the same claims that Moskowitz does. There's no long-term studies to prove that 5G is safe. Well, yeah, I mean, we yes, we know that for the reasons I just uh, explained. Yeah. That's not how science works. Right. Anyway, uh, we're getting up to an hour, but I and we haven't even got onto the 5G coronavirus <laughs> connection yet. Because um, that started, obviously, early this year. On January 22nd, 2020, this is the first uh, connection I could find. Do you mm -hmm. find anything before this Belgian newspaper hit last news? And, and when was yours? I'm sorry. January 22nd. Of... 
2020? 2020, motherfucker. What do you think? Coronavirus no. in 2019? 2021? No, 2020. When was coronavirus a thing? Well, according to what I have, let's see here. No, it says, um, no, that was refuting it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, people were talking about the rollout of 5G and the first cases of corona. And I was about to dispel that. So I apologize uh, for, for treading on your toes. Are you jerking off again and not paying attention? I've told you before. I can do both. Thank you. Mm, you can't. You can't guess and you can't multitask. Uh, yeah, so January 22nd, 2020, a small Belgian newspaper published an interview with Dr. Chris Van Kerkhoven. Nice name. Now, if you're not familiar with that name, it's because he's a nobody and nobody's familiar with that name. He's a general practitioner. Right. The headline of the story read, 5G is life-threatening and no one knows it. Oh, sounds right. Now, you know this guy's a credible source because uh, it turns out he's a Mormon. <laughs> and you know that Mormons, when it comes to straight up critical thinking yes, skills. Straight-laced. The people that belong to a religion that believes uh, an American guy looked into a hat with some magic stones and translated some magic plates that were written in a f ancient language that that it's, then disappeared. It's like Harry Potter. Um, yeah, you know <laughs> that those people are the people you should turn to for life and death for your, uh, <laughs> for your scientifically credible information, right? Right, because they've demonstrated. That yeah. they 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 know two and two makes twelve. Right. Whenever I'm um, whenever I'm an emergency, I yell, "Give me a Mormon!" I mean, just stand, yeah, stand, yeah, stand, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I went googling this guy last night to find out who he was, and every story I found was in Dutch oh, or Belgian, right? Belgian, I guess. Uh, I don't know what the difference is between Belgian and Dutch, but I'm sure I'm just pissed off a whole bunch of Belgian <laughs> and Dutch people by saying that. Um. <laughs> Oh, the languages of Belgian. Dutch. So take that, motherfuckers. <laughs> Getting up in my shit. I'm glad you calmed you. them down just now. Thank you. Dutch, French, and German. Anyway, I'm reading, I'm trying, I'm looking at these stories, and they all have the word Mormon in them. I'm like, what? Yeah. Maybe Mormon, I think maybe Mormon means something in Dutch that I'm not aware <laughs> of. No, it, 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 it I ran it for Google Translate. Right. No, it means Mormon. Yeah, yeah he's a Mormon. Yeah. Um, so he claimed 5G was dangerous and might be linked to coronavirus. The newspaper deleted the article from its website, but it was too late. Yes. It had already blown up across the internet, on Reddit, blog posts, et cetera, et cetera, Twitter. And uh, that seems to be where this connection kicked off. Oh. Now, there are several strains of the 5G gives you coronavirus uh, conspiracy theories, but looking at the uh, the uh, little hand on my clock, um, I said clock. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> the little hand on my cock is a completely different <laughs> fantasy scenario I have where my cock is two arms and two hands, and it you know it yeah. holds it holds my it holds my tools when I'm working on something. I just. Put it that down, my cock right. holds it, and yeah, yeah. Uh, pick stuff up. If I drop a nut or a box, can you pick that up? Yeah, no worries. <laughs> um, I don't even need to bend down because it just reaches the floor. Convenient. You know, it's fantastic. Right. Yeah. We will have to cover <laughs> that, uh, all of that stuff in uh, part two.
of uh, the 5G conspiracy clusterfuck, as I like to call it. What's up, Of Jesus holding a Glock and it's turned to the side. There's nothing more inspirational than that, my friend. Let's kill our way to freedom. Get your finger off that. <laughs>